Hi, I'm Morgan Eikensier, the tech and healthcare reporter for the Baltimore Business Journal, and welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Pivot. My guests on the podcast this month are Carly Milligan, our digital editor at the BBJ, and Jess Iannetta, our associate editor. This is actually a special episode of the podcast, which we recorded to accompany a column I write called Millennial Mentality. The column focuses on breaking down some of the myths and trends relating to millennial workers and consumers. Typically, readers only get to hear my perspective as a millennial in these columns, so I thought it would be valuable to add some other millennial voices to the mix with this podcast. In this episode, I asked Carly and Jess about their opinions on an employment benefit that is becoming a big trend among workplaces looking to recruit and retain millennials, unlimited paid time off. We talk about the intentions behind unlimited PTO, what works and doesn't work about the policy, and why millennials like it. So let's get into it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check out previous episodes of The Pivot on SoundCloud. I'm here with some millennial colleagues of mine at the BBJ. Introduce yourselves, guys. Uh, Hi, my name is Carly Milligan. I'm the digital editor here at the BBJ. Uh, I'm Jess Iannetta, and I am the associate editor at the BBJ. We're going to be talking about unlimited paid time off, how it's being implemented at companies, the pros and cons of it, and why millennials want unlimited paid time off. And a MetLife survey recently of 2,600 full-time workers found that 72% of workers named unlimited paid time off as their most desired employee benefit, and a decent chunk of them were millennials, predictably, because we make up a substantial part of the workforce now. So about 80% of millennial workers said that they want unlimited paid time off in their workplaces. So to start, tell me, is this a benefit you would want in your workplace? Why or why not? I'd say generally, yeah, any kind of additional flexibility or benefit is always a good thing, I think. Add, don't subtract those things. Uh, I like the idea of it, but I think I still prefer the regular PTO system because I like the fact that it sort of gives you permission to take time off. I'm someone who's not as good at taking time off as maybe other people are, and I think it motivates me to actually take vacation. Okay, that's fair. And so this has been played out in a lot of test cases. There have been a lot of companies who have been trying to implement a policy like this. With mixed results, generally there are some pros and cons that we're going to get a little bit more into, and I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. On the pro side, it allows employees to be more autonomous, take time when they need to, kind of promotes a better work-life balance. Companies are demonstrating trust in their employees, which is usually reciprocated, so employees feel a little more comfortable in their workplaces, and benefits are pretty critical when people are making decisions about either joining a company or staying with a company. And it works for a lot of modern businesses, where it's not necessarily necessary that you be at your desk from 9 to 5 all of those hours every day. Um, And on the con side, it's not going to work for every business, because there are those businesses where it is entirely necessary that you're at your desk for those time periods. Also, employers worry that there are some people who might abuse it and take way too much time off. But many companies have also found on the other side that people end up taking way less time off because they're not necessarily comfortable with it. With this policy being implemented yet, people aren't really sure what the appropriate amount of time to take is. They feel weird about not asking, so it's a little tricky. 
So, Carly, we'll start with you. Is this something that you would like to do? What are some of your, like, worries or wants for this? Yeah, I think that it completely makes sense that, um, you know, there's a possibility of someone abusing it and also the possibility of someone underusing it. Um, I think for me, the difference comes down to, is this, you know, pay, or, you know unlimited vacation or just unlimited slash flexible time off? Uh, you know, I think that sometimes in the rigorous uh, world of, you know, you have this many days allotted to take off, it puts a lot of stress on people to fit in things like doctor's appointments or, um, you know, having to pick up their kids or, you know, scheduling, you know, what could have been a vacation to go take care of some mundane thing because that office is only open between nine and five when you're also at work. Um, So I think in that respect, I think that it creates a better sense of flexibility for getting those day-to-day things done. Um, the vacation, I think, is a little bit trickier. I think that has to do with the management in the office itself and also the people who are receiving the benefit, whether or not they're able to manage that well. You know, can their boss kind of, um, you know, encourage them to take off when they need to or have to have that difficult conversation of, hey, you've taken too many vacations. Although I don't know many millennials who have the... Uh, money to take that many vacations that they're actually (laughs) abusing the policy um just in my own experience (laughs) yeah for sure i definitely agree that there are pros and cons i think one of the things i definitely worry about it because i think that in order to successfully implement something like this it's really a big culture change for a lot of organizations and i worry that some companies don't see it as a cultural thing and they see it as just here's another perk we need to add to our list and i think that what millennials say when we say we want unlimited time off is more what Carly's talking about. We want flexibility. We want, you know, on a bigger level, we want our managers to trust us to manage our own time and our own schedules. And I think that can happen, you know, in any company, regardless of whether there's unlimited time off or a certain number of PTO. And so I think that, you know, companies really need to look at their culture before they look at, you know, just giving unlimited vacation because it's not going to solve some of those cultural issues. Right. And I think I fall more in line with those worries and that I don't I think it's a good idea um and I think if it were implemented properly and like encouraged by management which I think is where it starts I think a lot of people are probably worried like because they don't see their boss taking extra time off so they feel weird about it or their boss isn't necessarily promoting that new policy I think they just like slap it on your benefits form and they're like you can but if you don't feel like there's that culture that there's an environment where you everyone feels comfortable just taking the time that they need you're still going to end up with people in the office potentially not being as productive as they could be if they were doing things kind of on their own time because they're worried about like those doctor's appointments or getting to their kids baseball game or whatever yeah or if you're even in a position where you are overworked you know your staff is too small maybe you're like waiting to fill a position that's been empty for some time and you'd like to use those days, um, you know, that are that are offered up to you, um, but you just can't because you have too much of a workload on your plate. Right. Why do you think millennials specifically want this kind of benefit? What is it about our generation that this is something that we've decided that we want? I mean, we're the generation of, you know, trying to make things more convenient and easier. I mean, we have door-to-door ride services now. We have delivery at all hours of the night of ice cream and food and whatever else you need so I think great. that yeah it is great <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful world to live in that you don't have to go to the bank between nine and five to deposit a check you can take a picture on your phone at any time that's convenient for you so I think it's the same idea it's the ability to manage your own time as you need because we work in a really fast-paced world and you know I think that the uh, 
the unlimited time off is is similar to the concept of you know working from home or you know just being free to manage your time as you see fit mm-hmm. yeah no I definitely agree with that I think you know and it goes back to the fact that you know we talk about millennials being highly motivated to get you know the job done a lot of millennials are really passionate about their jobs they like what they do and I think that there is some pushback from millennials feeling like you know uh, companies you know, have these certain structures and they're expected to abide by being in the office from nine to five and putting in for vacation time. And I think that for a lot of millennials, that's not super appealing. Um, and, you know, they want to feel like, you know, they're part of the team and they're making a difference and they're doing that in whatever way works best for them. Yeah. And we do know that about millennials, that I don't think it's been as common in the past for people to want to like their jobs. Like people want to feel like they're making a difference at their jobs. They want to feel like they're a part of the companies they're working in. And that's not necessarily the case for our parents or our grandparents who were more just, you know, happy to have a job and were more likely to work at the same place for years and years and years and just kind of became comfortable with, I guess, the policies that were at their companies. And I also think that it's just a product, another product of kind of the internet generation and us deciding, like, there's no reason for me to be in the office if I don't need to be constantly connected to the server because I have VPN connection somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. like. And I think that that's something that older generations aren't aren't as comfortable with yet. You know, their their idea is like we come to the office because this is where work gets done. But I can be just as productive in my own bed, like in my own house. So you know, I think it's just a product of us knowing that like that sort of thing can happen anywhere, and we're not necessarily confined to the same structural limitations as people are. And that makes me think of the fact that we've really turned into a 24-hour work cycle. You know, even when you go home at the end of the day, or even if you're on vacation, you know, you might not be answering emails as quickly as you do if you're in the office, but you're still checking them. You know, emergency emails come in late at night, and we respond to them, whether or not we're, you know, like, quote-unquote, on call or even on vacation. So, you know, if you're working in this lifestyle that is work, work, work all the time, even if you're away, then, like, maybe more away time is warranted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think there's less, I think that as much as millennials want there to be more of a work-life balance, I think with technology, it's getting harder and harder for that. And so I think even stuff like working from home and just, you know, even like, I think taking mental health days is a thing that's millennials do that you would never see in the older generation. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think that that goes along with this of realizing that, like, you know, trying not to hit burnout and and that sort of thing. But the mental health days, like, we take them because we have to, because we are on all of the time. We constantly have our phones in our pockets and, you know, our computers on our laps. Like, it's it's not like it was before where you could more easily unplug. Although I'm sure some people did work all of the time, but not to the degree that it is happening now. So along that line, when you guys go on vacation, do you unplug? Is that something you try to be conscious about? Like, if you're taking your paid time off, if you're taking your day, are you still checking your email? Are you still, like, on your phones? Are you still working? And do you think that that's, like, a healthy way for people to be at this point? It's definitely not healthy. Um, but it doesn't <laughs> mean that everyone doesn't do it. Um, for me, it's like I have to go camping, essentially, get away from self-reception to make myself <laughs> not you know do that. <laughs> yeah, beyond that, you know, I was just on vacation last week. I didn't check my email over the weekend because, A, it's the weekend, and, B, I'm on vacation. But, yeah, Monday morning, I, you know, went through and checked things out. Didn't, you mm. know, only responded to the emergency things, uh, you know, but, yeah, I'm still tuned in in a way. Yeah, I definitely do, too. Like, I think when, I, when I'm taking a longer vacation, I tend to be able to un, sort of, uh, you know, check my email less. But if I, even if I'm just taking off, like, one day, like, for, like, a long weekend, like, 
I just, sometimes I won't even put on a uh, out of office reply because like I know I'll be looking at my email or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely guilty of that. Yeah, I had a really like haha moment. I was I was in LA on vacation in February, and I like emailed a person back saying like, "Oh, I'm in LA, but we'll definitely connect like when I get back to the office." It was like a a source for a story I was planning on working on when I got back. And she emailed me back, and she was like, if you're in L.A., why are you answering email? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's actually a good point. <laughs> this probably could have waited. Yeah. And I think that that's just more, I think it's more common for us, both out of utility, like our email accounts are on our phones, like I'm constantly connected to my work account as well as my like personal accounts. I would literally have to disconnect my data and Wi-Fi to get away from it. And it's hard not to check, like, when your Wi-Fi is on and you're getting those notifications, it's hard not to feel like you're, like, slacking off or, like, not doing something if you're seeing those, like, numbers pop up in your inbox and you're like, hmm, I should probably look through that. And I wonder how much of that is driven by the industry we work in and just the kind of people that we are Mm -hmm. versus, you know, just the generation as a whole. But, I mean, everyone I know is connected to their phone 24-7. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's necessarily... I mean, news is a little bit like that. We're Mm -hmm. on all the time because we... Yeah, 24-hour news cycle, but I think that in general, like, I know a lot of my friends who work at, you know, cyber firms or consulting firms who do the same thing, and it's not necessarily because they feel like they're on a time crunch, it's just, they're like, well, I'm looking at it anyway, might as well. Yeah, Yeah, for sure, and I think definitely, too, like, when you said, like, millennials tend to be more dedicated and passionate about their jobs, like, a lot of times, too, like, I think that we also are checking, because we're like, all right, when I get back, I'm going to do this. Like, we're, we're not, yeah. we're still thinking about work, even though we're off, so just checking email seems to be a natural extension of that. I don't know if you guys have this, but there's a certain, like, pressure as a millennial to want to overperform a little bit, to almost prove, like, I you feel know, that all the time. we're just as engaged, <laughs> you know, you might think that we're slacking, or you might think that we only care about, you know, what's on Instagram, and yeah, we care about those things, but we, you know, we also care about, you know, working and, like, showing that we are dedicated Um, And I think sometimes we take it even too far. Um, Yeah, and I think part of that comes from, like, when I was talking about unlimited pay time off with my parents, they, like, were kind of making fun of our generation, being like, oh, you guys expect that you can just, like, have off whenever you want. And I think it's that mentality and the way that people see our generation. And they, I think they see it as a way for us to, like ask for more benefits without greater return like they don't see it as doing the same work because they're so used to a different structure that I think yeah I feel like I have to like prove myself that I'm like no I'm a diligent worker I just also (laughs) want to be able to take off if I have a doctor's appointment to get to and not have to like put in for it two weeks in advance you know you see that a lot too with like I feel like a lot of companies it's like a perk war and I feel like that fundamentally understand, like misunderstands what millennials want. And I see this a lot when, um, with the Best Places to Work special section that we do every year, and I know Carly's overseeing that section as well. We have a lot of companies in there that have crazy perks, but when we ask them, like, why do you like where you work? Like, what like is the best part about it? And a lot of, like, no one, almost no one says, like, oh, I really love the ice cream machine. Right. Like, you hear yeah. stuff about the culture. And so I think that, you know, it's that's true. For some reason, people think that, Millennials, for whatever reason, are more drawn to the perks than past generations, but I think it's the same as with all generations, that it's really more comes down to the culture and the people. And yeah. I think that unlimited time off, sometimes people lump it in with the rest of the, 
the perks that they need to try and attract millennials. It's one of those catchy, you know, things yeah. that people want to put, you know, unlimited time off. I, I bet in these surveys, you know, where millennials respond and say that's a top perk they want, I bet if you would put just general flexibility to, you know, flexible work hours, flexible yeah. work hours, I bet they would probably choose that. I don't know what the different answers were, but I mean, flexible is very vague, you know, yeah. the, like you were talking about, there has to be that trust factor between both the employer and the employee in order for that to really work out, because if that doesn't exist, then like, if we go back to what we were talking about before, where people are either abusing it or not utilizing the perk. Mm-hmm. And so, do you have any advice for employers on how they can successfully implement unlimited time off? I think it does come down to leadership. Like, I think it starts from the top. Like, I think if I think if you as a boss make it a priority to have a work-life balance and to take time off and to, mm-hmm. like, you know, not make it a big deal that people take time off, like, I think that that's sort of where it has to start at the top. Um, and then that sort of filters down through the rest of the company. So I think that if you're looking to implement something like this, then, like, you really need to look at, like, the sort of culture your company has and whether people feel comfortable even using their PTO because if it's if you see that people are even sort of hesitant to use PTO or they don't take as much PTO then you probably have a bigger issue that maybe unlimited time off isn't going to help yeah and I've, I've seen that especially in like reporting on startups startup founders and CEOs tend to be very passionate about their jobs and they have a very like 24-7 mentality about it, which I totally understand because they're trying to build something out of nothing, basically. But then those are the companies that are also, like, listing unlimited pay time off on their benefits. And I'm I'm wondering, like, if, if I see my boss working 24-7, I'm not going to be comfortable being like, can I take, have some mental health days and, like, take a break? I, I just think that it's a, like, I do think it's a lead by example thing where if you're going to say that this is a benefit that you offer and that this is something that you want employees to feel comfortable doing, then you have to be the person that leads by example and takes the time that they need, like has that work-life balance, because if you don't, no one else will. I think maybe you could, you know, still have the traditional, you know, like certain number of vacation days, but then have like an open policy for doctor's appointments, um, you know, leaving early on a Friday to get a train to, you know, a weekend getaway or like beating traffic or something like that. Um, and again, it would come with the culture um, of the organization kind of encouraging that. But yeah, I don't know, in a startup situation, I do think it would be hard, especially as an employee, to see your boss working all of the time and then say, hey, I want to take time off to go to Bermuda or like, you know, whatever you want to do. You going to Bermuda? God, I wish. <laughs> there was a, another thing that, uh, you know, Morgan, you had sent out those uh, kind of articles about this yeah. conversation ahead of time that I thought was interesting, which was you lose the opportunity to provide vacation as a as like a reward or a perk, you know, if someone takes on a big project or, you know, is doing Mm -hmm. two positions at the same time, it is a good way for, you know, an employer, if they can't offer, you know, a monetary bonus to say, hey, why don't you take the day off? Um, It means a lot more when you only have a certain number of days that you can use than if you have an open policy. So, you know, you would need to find kind of a replacement for that incentive or perk or reward. For sure, and I think you also, the other sort of factor when you talk about paid time off is, and I know you've written columns about this, the fact that millennials are such job hoppers. Yeah. And so for some companies, like, this may be especially appealing from a money standpoint because if millennials are constantly job hopping and then cashing out their PTO when they job hop, it's going to save them a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, you know, if someone's cashing out, like, two weeks of PTO. So, I mean, for some people, that can be an advantage too for millennials that they have stuff to cash out and on the job hopping topic I do like 
I, I think it goes back to what we were talking about before and that perks for the sake of perks are not necessarily the way to go and that's one of the reasons that millennials do job hop is not because they were like oh well I got free food at this place and not this place almost never will you hear someone say that it's really about like the culture of this company fit better with what I want from my workplace and that might have to do with benefits it might have to do with perks like it probably is pretty cool that like some people have like a beer tap in their offices for <laughs> after five o'clock everyone goes and like mm-hmm. but if if you're not living the culture that your perks imply that you might be then your employees are going to leave it can't just be perks for perks sake yeah and I think a lot of times for a lot of the companies that we've written about for best places to work I see that sometimes the perks especially the really unique ones are sort of reflective of the company mm-hmm. as a whole like we have one company for best places to work that started giving um, free go-karts to, to all of their new employees as a signing bonus. And that to me just said, like, was really indicative of their culture. And, like, I think that that's sort of... Do employees use the go-karts? They give them also <laughs> free time at the go nearby go-kart track. Okay. Wow. So I think that that's something that, like, it's, I think that the best sort of perks, like, there's uh, other companies, too, where, like, they've said, like, well, one of the things we do at our company is this. And, like, you know, having known, you know, sometimes we interview people from certain companies, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I think those are the perks that make sense. A lot of times the perks are more a reflection of the culture rather than something that makes the culture. I think when it comes to stuff like, um, you know, the happy hours, a kegerator, you know, like Mm -hmm. fun little things, those are the things you want to find out after you've already agreed to the job almost. They're they're like the perks you get Mm -hmm. like throughout the experience. And there's a vending machine. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That you don't have to pay for. Sweet. (laughs) Like you said, like no one is like, oh, well, that place gives me free food on Fridays and that place doesn't, so I'm going to go with them. You you join a company either just because you need a job or you know if you have the opportunities you know to choose between a few or you know one or two it's going to be about who you connected with you know which one seems like they have the work-life balance that you're working for or looking for um you know the kind of work you want to be doing it's it's not the like fun little perks those are the things that come once you're hired and you're like oh wow this is a great additional thing you know i did or didn't know about but now get to enjoy any final thoughts on paid time off I just think like a general I think I think a lot of millennials agree it's a good thing but I think it has to be properly executed I think yeah and I don't think that's we're sort there. of the bottom line and I, I don't think a lot, a lot of companies, companies are there and I think it probably yeah. works better at small companies and I think the term unlimited needs to be refined uh, sure for, for each company I yeah think for sure it's too general of a statement and there aren't enough guidelines you know kind of just in that phrase of unlimited vacation yeah, I think, like I said in the beginning, I think it's a good idea that has the potential to be really beneficial for the kind of work environment we're in now where everyone's kind of on 24-7, but it has to be implemented correctly and your culture has to revolve around the fact that this is an acceptable way to be in, work- in the workplace. And until companies kind of get a feel for that and what that looks like, I think it's still going to be tricky.